Hello and welcome to the Night and On Negotiation podcast. My philosophy is that you cannot change the person you are negotiating with, but you can change you to get better outcomes. In this podcast, you will find interviews, speeches, and lectures, all pertaining to negotiating complex supply chain contracts. This material is based on my four books and is appropriate for both buy and sell side folks. For more information and free resources, visit www.jnyden.com. Enjoy. Let's talk change in the form of scope changes. Changes in scope can be minor, like a change in a delivery date. Usually, when we talk about scope changes, we're talking about increasing a portion of the work, and that corresponding scope change increase will also increase the price to perform the work. We often don't talk about what happens when we want to decrease a scope of work in a fixed fee or lump sum agreement. So I'll give you some best practices on that as well. Three best practices. Your goal is to effectively modify the scope of work to meet your organization's goals, which will include both completing the project and staying within budget, or at least being cost conscious. Now, some organizations focus too much on completing the project with not as much emphasis on the cost part to the buying organization or the amount that the supplier will have to charge in order to complete that project. In some organizations, there's too much consciousness around cost. How much is this going to cost? The supplier is saying it's going to cost a certain amount and the buying organization claiming that that's quote unquote too much without enough emphasis on being able to complete the project. So as a contract professional, your goal whenever talking about scope changes whether you're the supplier or the buyer, is to manage both completing the project and staying within budget or being cost conscious. The key to your success is to avoid modifying a contract for foreseeable and avoidable changes that could have been included in the scope of work. Now, this is a two-way street. Both the buying organization and the supplier's organization bear responsibility for a complete scope of work. There are always things that the buying organization knows about what it wants or expects that the supplier's organization doesn't know. And vice versa, the supplier knows things about how the work should be performed that the buying organization does not know. In a commercial setting, be sure to develop a comprehensive scope of work before the contract is finalized and the supplier begins work. In a governmental setting, this is a little more challenging as you have to be responsive to the solicitation in your bid. So there's almost more emphasis on the supplier to be comprehensive in their statement of work that's included in a responsive bid. Let's focus on an area that few people talk about, decreasing a scope of work mid-project. Decreasing a scope of work can happen for many reasons, ranging from a change in the business direction to a divestiture of part of the business to a change in the economy. Without a good baseline, 
both the customer and the supplier can struggle to reduce the scope in a way that preserves the essential nature of the project and that accurately reflects the reduction in cost. So for example, a client of mine knew after the supplier was awarded a $90 million project, but before the contract negotiations began, that the scope of work would be reduced over time. Part of the buying organization's business unit was closing over time. That closure directly impacted